Good evening, Monadnock Region, and welcome to this episode of Go Mo Tonight, the region's only weekly, locally focused comedy podcast. I'm here this evening in the Space Lounge as your host, Chris DiLoretto, with my delightful co-hosts, Zoe Roten-Heinzman and Sam Abbott. Now, after releasing our very special episode, episode 19, earlier this week, we are recording on St. Patrick's Day. Matter of fact, happy St. Patrick's Day, guys. We are not wearing our green. I apologize, everybody. Um, But it is uh, Thursday, the 17th of March. Earlier this week, we released episode 19, a special episode featuring Fire Chief, Peterborough Fire Chief Ed Walker, talking about the controversial fire station plan. Episode 20 uh, will actually be out tomorrow, so that'll be out before you guys hear this. But unfortunately, the day after that episode dropped, I believe it was... uh, well, what happened, guys? We Some big changes right away. Um, you know, I think it was clear for, for those of you who listened to that conversation, and this is, for the record, the top story of the week in the Monadnock region. But uh, if you listen to that interview, I think it would have been clear to you that even Chief Walker and likely everyone involved in the project expected that some changes to the plan would occur between now and May. And uh, that other details would come out and concessions would be made. But things took a more dramatic turn, I think, much more quickly than anybody would have expected. And um, essentially, hopefully, I mean, I think everybody knows this by now, but at the, uh, in the early stages of Tuesday night's budget meeting, it was announced by... Town Administrator Nicole McStay, that when in the course of planning for this and, and seeking out the additional numbers that were being promised, et cetera, the town reached out to the state, the state uh, bond agency that, that does the, the basically the loans, the only loans we're allowed to take as a town in the state of New Hampshire to talk about this, we realized that we have we have a debt limit. We've got a debt ceiling like the United States. Um, and um, unlike the United States, the select board cannot just vote to exceed it, which would be sort of hilarious if they did. Uh, but it's about $27 million, which um, puts us way over. We have $6 million bonded already. And then there's $2.5 million that was already voted for for the DPW building that is not yet bonded. So that plus like 23, boom. We're way over. We are not allowed to borrow that much money. And therefore, they are not bringing this forward on the ballot this May. They cannot. They are instead going to retool it and um, reapproach the project as a more incremental plan that will be hopefully done in phases over several years. As uh, Town Administrator McStay put it, this does mean that it will cost more because obviously there's certain advantages in in doing things all at once. And um, if, if materials continue to increase in price, which I, I do kind of think that they are likely to do for at least the next few years, uh, n- we lose that advantage of, of doing that now. At the same time, I never thought it was going to pass this year anyway. So I think that we likely would have been in the same boat. So thoughts on this, guys. Any, any, any reactions? So, so what, what is going to be hopefully on the ballot uh, in May when we vote is going to be, I think two, two and a half million for um, like more detailed blueprints and maybe some site work. Is that, is that right? It's just like the the first stages of, of getting everything ready, but that's still, I think that's still unclear as to whether that can even be on the ballot because they have to, because of the, it was already written as a warrant Mm. article. And so they don't, Mm. they're not still not sure if they can change it so substantively interesting. interesting so it might be it might end up delayed another year anyway for that reason wow but but the most that will be on the ballot is that two two million ish i don't remember the exact number for um site work and getting a like a real blueprint which which everyone a, a lot of people were asking for more more detailed plans which i think will be good to see mm-hmm. and make every you know make everyone happier about moving forward yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I think so. I mean, I think that there is a certain level of relief uh, that I feel 
coming off of people in reaction to this. Be- yeah. I, I don't know about on all sides. I definitely feel like on the side of the side of the public that was very concerned, I think is relieved um, because this didn't turn into a knockdown drag out fight. I think that they probably in most cases, I mean, granted I'm, I'm oversimplifying because there's a wide variety of opinions. There's diversity even amongst the, the tax ho- who we might call the tax hawks, right. Or the tax concerned, um, big, big spectrum in there. But I think that largely they are glad that this didn't turn into a big, long, dragged out, ugly fight. They probably would have preferred to do this incremental type of approach and lessen the impact year on year anyway. Now the town is forced to do it. They're kind of, in a way, they're kind of getting what they want without fighting for it. And at the same time, I mean, it's it's weird to call something like this a win-win, but like I still think that it is an assumption. It's almost a given now that we're going to do a fire station. Right. And that's what hasn't been possible for like 20 years. So it's still actually, so I think even the proponents of the fire station have a victory in a sense because it's going to happen and everybody acknowledges it. Yeah. I, I do feel like everyone's been convinced that we need a fire station. Yeah. At yeah. minimum. Yeah. And one interesting thing is that and I could be getting this slightly wrong, so pardon me, but the debt limit, as I understand it, as I heard it in that meeting, is calculated based on like three, it's at set at 3% of like the town's worth or the town's value, right? Which like doing some very crude math, right? If 27% is, if 27 million is 3%, um, that, that puts us at around like 890 million or so is what we're worth. That's what that's what the town is worth. So is that is that like the value of all the properties of the town, like the tax base of the town? I don't know. I don't know how you calculate that. That's just what it's worth. That's what you could come in. If you come in here, if you come in here with a cool billion, you could have a Peterborough. You yeah. know, yeah. like there you go. <laughs> Life goals is something to aim for. Yep. Um, yeah. Exactly. Goals. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Nine hundred million. Um, what do you want to do? Like a, mu- a Musk or somebody could just sort of come in here and create a company town. Just grab Peterborough. Um, yeah. If they wanted to. I don't know. I don't really know how that works. I'm not sure. But it did, it is interesting to know what we are valued at. Not and sure if you can pull it off without Grimes, not to get too. I know. <laughs> I know. And Grimes is distracted with Chelsea Manning. I mean, that's just. And did you hear who Elon is dating now? What's that? Elon's dating too. Who's he dating? Um, oh yeah, only um, the OnlyFans star, Dog Girl Jenna, or something. Was that true? Or was that a joke? Was that real? I thought it was real. If if it I was a it was joke, joke, I was fooled. <laughs> I thought it was a joke, but I could be wrong. I could be. I've been wrong a lot lately. It's really. It, I mean, it's almost trite to say at this point that it's hard to tell what is satire and what is real anymore. <laughs> it's very true. I don't, I don't know. I, I hear every day, almost every day, there's like some weird story that I hear where I'm like, like, I think back to like, I don't know, like some of the last like normal ish years, right. In the aughts say, right. I don't know when things totally stopped being normal, but it was definitely, I don't know. Let's, let's call it 2012. Right. And we should call it that's what we'll call it. And before then, so it's like 2007 or something. And you told me there's like, there's something every single day that I hear that if you told me it in 2007, I would be like, no fucking way. No way. Like uh, I would, in some of them I would have been happy about. I would have been like, yeah, I wish, I wish that was real. I wish the world was that weird. You know, this is boring. And um, no, every day now there's something. So he could be dating the dog impersonator tick only fans. Only fans. Only yeah. fans. But my whole point was I don't think he could get a Peterborough without Grimes, but he would need Grimes. He would need Grimes. He would need Grimes. I I do tend to agree. I do tend to agree. I hope whatever's going on there <laughs> works out. I really do. Not so that he can have Peterborough, but for the sake of all of us. For the for the sake of 
humanity. For the sake of humanity. There's a, it's, Seriously. You know, I mean, it's like, I hate to say that, like, that guy might be important for all of us, but he might be, you know? Um, like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, and, like a, a really upset and unhinged Elon Musk might actually be bad for all of us. Like, mm. that, there could be consequences to that. Maybe we all want Elon Musk to have a happy love life. I, I, it's it can't not, hurt to wish for it, you know. It can't hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. And in, in, in our ongoing pursuit to be better, nicer people, of course, we wish all of the billionaires a happy love life. <laughs> <laughs> Just on general principle. On general principle. One of these days, we'll write him a Hallmark movie, personal, personalized <laughs> for each billionaire. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but back to back to lovely, lovely Monadnock region news. Lovely Monadnock region news. Um, so one way in which the Monadnock region is connected to the global community <laughs> lies in our valiant efforts to aid President Zelensky. In his quest for weapons. And <laughs> um, do we wish him a happy love life? And we must. Of course we must. It seems like he has a very nice family. I think he's I think he's good. I hope it stays that way. I do. I I wish Zelensky Putin, I don't know what's going on there. I don't he's got a complicated and very secretive love life. I don't know if you know this, but it's very um there's a lot he had a wife. There, there was like a divorce-ish, but like he might have another wife. But like no one really. Knew. A lot of, a lot of interesting speculation there. I don't suspect that he has a great love life or a very warm love life. He doesn't. I don't. He doesn't I just seem don't, warm himself. I don't think he has a lot of room for that. I don't. I don't think he's a very sentimental man. Um, he's probably not very romantic. I, I doubt. We don't know. We don't know. Hey, never we, know. We yeah. we could always be surprised. I right? mean, have you ever read Napoleon's love letters to Josephine? I have heard that they are very lovely. They're very lovely. So you never know what's hidden. Yeah, but I don't see Napoleon as like a cold-hearted guy. A good general, you know? But like, I see a lot of... When I think of Napoleon, I think of a lot of heat and warmth mm. and passion, yeah, you know? Okay. okay, yeah, yeah. It's It's, you know, it's part of that... That part of the you know, Mediterranean kind of, you know, yeah. thing. I was just thinking um, about, like, men with their mind, you know, on other things. From a colder, a colder place. It's true. Stalin. That that's, yeah. yeah. Do you think Stalin had a good love life? No. I mean, <laughs> you know, Just I mean, to say, you know, you got Napoleon and you got Joseph Stalin, right? It's like, you know, yeah. Stalin probably not, you know, Putin maybe not. Maybe though. I, I could I could imagine him gripping a rose in between his teeth and showing but up. Like, you know, it you depends know? on the dictator, right? Because like, I mean, Fidel Castro, I bet you he had a really happy love life. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Culture, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he probably had a they, you know, really nice, mm -hmm. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. But in any case, a lot of people around the region are really well-meaning. They really want to help the cause. People don't like it, but I keep telling them that they can't do anything. But, I mean, and, like, guys, like, I shouldn't get into this, but, like, the humanitarian aid, like, if you think that's, like, getting into, like, the middle of Ukraine right now, like, you... It's just not how it works, but give give as you are so inclined. People are giving in many different ways, um, but one thing that comes along with a small amount of regret, because I am really good at screenshotting these things and I am quick about it because you just never know when something's going to get taken down. And, you know, as I learned in my time as an activist, he who has the screenshots has the power. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not actually trying to, I'm not actually trying to lord this over anybody, but somebody posted in the Peterborough group an opportunity to help. Um, and it's gone now. So I can't read it verbatim. And I don't even, I didn't even catch the name of the person who posted it. I'm not super familiar, but
But there's going to be tomorrow night at 6 p.m. local time, which actually, so this will long have passed by the time you're listening to this, but this will be Friday night, the 18th. Um, there, are, there were detailed instructions given as to what you need in terms of candles and you got to carve Putin's name in the candle and you need a certain colors of construction paper and like a feather and like all kinds of stuff. And this, there, it was a witch's, it was like a little witchcraft thing that they want to do in unison. Call it'll like the witches. Do you, I don't know if you guys remember, do you remember when the witches were going after Trump? That was a thing too. Like after Trump got elected in 2016, there was like a whole, like, the witches didn't work then. Um, it didn't. It, I don't know if it achieved. I mean, you know, he he eventually lost, but I don't. I don't think that's what they were going for exactly. And I certainly don't think that that's what they're going for here. But this is available. I think it got taken down because people might have started getting a, taking it a little bit lightly. Um, which you want to be careful when it comes to people who practice in the mystical arts a little bit a little bit um but especially people who are like posting their malefica spells online you don't yeah you know that they'll do it (laughs) yeah true and god seriously i hope that i don't end up with any candles with my name etched in them because of this program Uh, but (laughs) i have protection mechanisms as well so i'm a little bit less concerned um you know because i play these games too but i don't um i don't know it was an odd it was kind of it was sort of asking for it i don't know you know um i don't feel bad (laughs) i it was an odd i only feel bad that we didn't get to see more of what transpired i I was in the car i caught a glimpse and said oh this is going to be great and I thought about tagging Chris, and I thought, no, it's too soon. Nobody else has done anything yet. Then they'll think I'm trying to instigate, which I indeed was. But <laughs> <laughs> you want to show all your cards, though, you know? I believe, but, uh, I believe that the first comment was actually, Oh, my God. This isn't in the Bible anywhere. Just saying. <laughs> this isn't in the Bible. The Bible did not have an anti-Putin spell in it. Mm-mm. He was like, I don't think this is in the Bible. Just saying. Um, and I was like, you're, you're right. Um, <laughs> you're right. It's not in the Bible. Um, and then, um, I don't know. My only, I just made a fairly innocuous comment just saying like, yeah, I don't know. It's a Friday night. Like, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to help. I don't think I'm going to help Ukraine tomorrow night. No. No. Are you going to ring any bells, though? No. What day is um, that no. supposed to be? Those are that was today, I believe, at like four or something or something. Four twenty, probably at four twenty on Thursdays. The churches downtown, the UUs and the Episcopals, and like some other random ones in like other towns, are like ringing their bells for like a certain number of minutes, like for the for sound Ukraine. healing of Ukraine for, for Ukraine. It's for the Send solidarity. The sound waves. I don't know. We'll I don't, get there I eventually. I am at a loss about people's reaction to this. I just, I just don't understand it. I and I have been, I have been trained. Like I have gone through ordeals of fire over the last two years to prepare me for people to react poorly to everything and anything that I can think of, and I'm. St- Still caught flat-footed. I really am flat-footed. I have flat feet. I don't know, so I'm always caught flat-footed. But I, I was caught <laughs> off guard by this. I just, I, I you can't. What, what do you do? Like, I, like, I just, I, you have to have like not read anything since like 1999 or something like that to to think the things that people think about all of this i i just can't we have lived through so much i know it feels like history just got like restarted again when trump got elected but like for real like it was going on before then and we were living through it and things were happening and our country was doing most of the things and as 
as this Iraqi man that I met at a pizza place pointed out the other day, maybe we'll get to that story at the end, but um, I almost just started to say, just like the Iraqi man said, but our <laughs> listeners didn't know what that means. <laughs> I told these guys. <laughs> um, we've been um, like all, I, I just, I, <laughs> I'm just befuddled. It's not, and it's not, and again, it's not for anybody thinking like it's not, I don't, I don't love Putin. I, um, he, he's bad. Invading another country is bad. It's like, it's all bad. Like the, and I, I think he's doing war crimes. It's bad. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, I do, he's, you know, he's killing people. I am, I have been staunchly anti-war since like the nineties, you know? Um, so my position on this is, even more consistent than most of my other consistent positions. And, you know, I, so I obviously feel that way, but like just the, the lack of understanding of like the consequences of our involvement, the success rate of our involvement in international affairs as peacekeepers in the past, like our, you know, the nature of the nation of Ukraine like just like all like so many things that the nature of NATO, like the history of NATO, the recent history of NATO, like just nobody knows any of this. And, and then they keep having events and like, I'm not trying to shit on the people hosting the events and exactly, but they have events now where it's like, you know, come to hear this information session so that you understand Ukraine. And like, I'm sorry, but like, if you haven't been reading anything over all that time that I just mentioned, I don't think you should base your new understanding around what you can learn in an hour from whatever random Ukraine expert happens to be out in the hinterlands of New Hampshire. (laughs) I, I don't recommend that as a way to understand the world. I'm sorry. No disrespect to the people speaking at these things. I'm sure they're very nice and well meaning. But again, people who. Um, sorry, but like people who read things like during, say, like the Iraq war, remember the phenomenon of the like person from Iraq, you know, like you can, you can, cause you can find a person from Iraq to tell you anything, mm. absolutely anything, any point of view that you want to take, you can find somebody from a country that has it and they can come over here to the middle of nowhere and like well-meaning upper middle class liberals will just eat it up because in like the social justice hierarchy, like they don't dare question it because that would be unthinkable. Um, and so th- things get believed that don't usually make a lot of sense. I don't know. Again, I'm not casting aspersions. I don't know anything about any of these specific people. I'm just saying that it. it <laughs> Maybe if you don't know a lot about this, at this point, you don't have to. And maybe you need somebody to tell you that. Like, maybe that's okay. Like, maybe your calling, your role, it's not to say you don't have a role in society. It's not to say that you don't have something to contribute. You do. Everybody does. We all have a part to play. But maybe international affairs isn't your part. And that's totally okay. My main goal in all of this is to avoid a nuclear war. Um, we will all have problems if that happens. Potassium iodide jokes aside, it will be a really rough time for anybody who lives. Um, like, I don't know, to be blunt about it, like there are people who are really upset and believe that we have left the old people behind in like COVID terms, right? You want to see old people get left behind. Wait till you see what happens if we get like bombed out with nuclear bombs. It's not going to be pretty. There's going to be a lot of people left behind. And I don't really want to give weapons to something that escalates a conflict that could lead to that. And from a truly global citizen perspective, I think that that should be the top priority. And ringing bell, like, I guess if, I don't know, if the ringing bells helps you. If the witchcraft helps you too, good, I guess. I don't know. Just what are you wishing for with, with the bells? Like, what are you wishing for with the, the witch thing is like for Putin to die as if history is predicated on individuals and their choices and that getting him out of there would fix Russia. 
Because <laughs> as anybody who remembers Russia before Putin remembers, um, it was great. Things were awesome. Very balanced. <laughs> they, they were really big on human rights and social justice. You know, it was a great, it was a great time and, and a great pinnacle of democracy. That madman just swept I, in there. It's, <laughs> it's like, like, I don't, I have to, I have to let these things go. Who was it? Was it, I mean, it might've been you Zoe, who's just sort of said to me the other day, like I've, I've stopped reading anything, you know, like, or someone, someone else said it too. Like I've just stopped caring or like, I just don't read it anymore. And I'm like, I'm like, I know I'm so tempted because it, it, it's just upsetting because there is nothing that I can do knowing about it doesn't really do anything. And then watching everyone react wrongly to everything all the time, thus lessening my hope that there's a positive resolution for anything. Um, maybe ignorance really would be better. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You guys got any thoughts on Ukraine and the bells and the witness? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like, watching everybody freak out from thing to thing to thing has given me a thicker skin for this one. And so I'm, I'm just, I'm mostly just laughing. I'm just it should have laughing given at me the witchcraft, skin. laughing. At the I'm bells. embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that it didn't give me a thicker skin. It, it should have, uh, but it, it hasn't. It's like when people say like, are you surprised? I'm like, no, I'm fucking never surprised, but I'm always disappointed. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i don't know like boggles boggles the mind so these are our times even in the Minadnock region you know war <laughs> war war has come to the region <laughs> in the form of sonic waves and witch beams and and, and possibly cyber attacks Possibly cyber attacks. We don't know. We don't know. So, is, as, if anybody isn't aware, beloved New England milkmaker H.P. Hood was the victim of a big cyber attack this week, and now the Conval School District might be out of milk for weeks. So, this this attack, whatever it was, like crippled their shit. Like they can't process orders. They can't get the stuff out. They can't. They can't do anything. Like everything's all shut down. My my guess is it was some kind of ransomware attack, probably. And they, this is why you should have backups. Uh, but they probably didn't have backups, and so now we can't have milk. And the, usually with these things, like it's not really a joke to say, like, oh, you know, they're probably in Eastern Europe, Russia, or China, because probably they were. So who knows? You know, most, even when we say, this is another thing people don't understand. Even when we say like Russian hackers, like most of the Russian hackers aren't like working for Putin. Like he doesn't have a room in the Kremlin. Where they're, they're like, he's like, fuck with small to medium sized businesses in America to bother them. You know, that's not, I don't think an official um, program. Unless it's like a, like a 40 chess, like prevent the school children of America from growing their bones properly so that <laughs> the next generation of fighters is crippled. Cause it, you know, could be long game, yeah. long game. Could be, <laughs> could be. Um, well, one interesting thing as far as the whole long game thing is though, right. Is that like, here's the thing we've spent the last several years, the, the people who have believed that, Entirely debunked for the record narratives about Russiagate, right? But in the Russiagate narratives, Putin is a mastermind playing like brilliant 4D chess. He's controlling a U.S. president. He's so smart, right? He can fucking do anything. He's been in like, you know, these people had extended theories about like what he was doing to destabilize countries in Europe and all this stuff. Like this dude's arm was everywhere and he was just like messing with everything. But now he's also a, just a madman. 
He's just a complete madman. You never know what he's going to do. He's uh, he's unhinged. He's like paranoid about COVID. He won't sit at the same side of the table as other people. Who knows what the man is capable of? Um, and for anybody who's participating in both of these things consecutively, I just, I do, maybe you know, maybe you don't know, but you can't, both of those things can't be true. Um <laughs> You know, it it is it is one or the other. Or was or, there recent, or, you know, a, a recent unhinging, perhaps? Yeah, there could be a middle path <laughs> as well, you know, where he's neither a mastermind nor a madman, which I think is probably closer <laughs> to the truth. Um, <laughs> I mean, I apologize for those of you who pre- prefer simplistic narratives and, like, stock characters, but um, this isn't a show, and... <laughs> Real people are usually like somewhere kind of in the middle of those things. You know, um, he probably does some things out of rational interest and probably some other things. I mean, like certainly from a military strategy perspective, I don't think that anybody disagrees that the invasion has gone relatively poorly. Um, I think we've all kind of learned a lot about the capacity of the Russian military, like on the ground in comparison with, say, the United States military on the ground. Um, not again, not that I oppose all the wars, right. But, um, we did, um, uh, we are better at knocking countries over. We really are, uh, than they are. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's not going very well. And I don't know. So if he, I'm not sure, but in any case, we don't know if he ordered the attack on hood. If he, we don't know if this is a preemptive attack on the witches of the Madnock region. Could be. Could you be. know, Could be. many of whom are vegan and don't actually like H.B. Hood anyway. Mm, Is this point. a false flag attack? <laughs> well, I, I did read that all the children are getting they're getting juice and milk. I mean, juice and water next week. One hundred percent juice. So nice. there's that. Good for them. Just juice supplies stable Plenty for now. Yeah. That's step two. Except you, they're, they're hitting Tropicana down in Florida. They're hitting they're hitting as many orange groves as they possibly can. <laughs> I tell you, but there is there's a lot of uncertainty in the world, including for black bear cubs. Mm. The black bear cubs. These were the ones that came from close to close to your house, huh? From your street. I believe so. Somewhere. It was, I think it's like up on the other side of 101, but yeah. Okay. Okay. The yeah, other the part three, of the three bear cubs that were rescued, they were they were erroneously named something like Fitz and Willia and stuff because they thought they were from Fitzwilliam, but they were from Peterborough. Oh. They rescued these cubs. I, was gonna say, I thought you were saying that they were erroneously named when they later found out that their real bear names were something else. Also <laughs> <laughs> possible because I feel I think animals have true names and sometimes humans don't get it right. Um, yes, their real names were Peter and Baroia or whatever. <laughs> they were bears just weren't responding. <laughs> oh dear! The little little fits little fits the boy cub. Uh, did not make it. He he died of pneumonia. I didn't which, know that could happen to bears. Yeah, yeah. I I was I I was <laughs> it's terrible. Like, was it bear COVID? Because we know the deers can get COVID. <laughs> the deer carry it, right? The deer carry it. What about the bears? Exactly. That's it wasn't in the story that I read, but people keep getting very upset with me about saying that the bears should all be relocated north of the whites, <laughs> you know? And I just think it's a practical matter. And people are like, you know, I, I don't remember if we've talked about this on the program before. This is certainly a conversation that comes up a lot in life, but like a lot of people don't realize this. So like you take a town like Peterborough, right? And it's actually had a fair amount of like influx of people over the last like 30 or 40 years who like weren't. So like there's, there's not... There's not that many people, unlike Sam, say, 
who actually go back in this area for many generations. You know, you have a couple generations and stuff for the most part. But like, and also there's the fact that like Peterborough, as we know it, doesn't have the true past of a lot of New England towns. I mean, it was really sort of invented in like 1900 or so. Um, so it's a very different sort of place in terms of time scale and everything. But, and I think it's partially because of that that people don't realize that, like, so it's, it is heavily populated with, like, a lot of this new population are people who came from more populated areas, like, seeking nature and seeking, you know, pristine natural shit and, like, animals and whatnot, right? And so there's this, there's this mythology that a city mentality is get rid of the animals and that a country mentality is let animals do whatever the fuck they want. And that people who want to want humans to manage the animals in an active way have an urban mentality. And I actually did try to explain this to a couple of people this week. It, the opposite of that is true. The, it, like over time and generally um, rural populations, historically people who have roots rurally understand actually the, the extreme importance of humans managing the nature in order that like the human activity that they moved there to do, um, which used to be more than just like telecommuting um, was in order for that to be possible, you had to get rid of the animals in order for, in order for the people to have a nice time um, generally for the town to thrive. Like you had to get rid of things like wolves and bears that would kill you. Um, and they did. They got rid of the trees too, for that matter. They got rid of all. They they just clear clear cut everything, and they actually did take the bears north of the whites. And bears have only really been coming back around here in the last like twenty and thirty years, for the most part. They really have been gone for a long ass time, and we keep doing this. This is why, um, you know, we we keep. Um, we, we are not really acting as very much of an apex predator in a lot of these cases. And we have in some cases done things to eliminate predators um, that cause really strange population things. And sometimes we fuck with things in like the whole Turkey thing, right? Um, nobody remembers this, but like when I was a kid, <laughs> like 30 years ago in this general geographic area, there were no turkeys. Like there was no fucking turkeys just like running around wild. Like that wasn't a goddamn thing until later because they were, and they were, they were intentionally reintroduced from like down South or something. And they were like, let's breed the turkeys and whatever predator used to kill the turkeys isn't here anymore. And so they just bred like crazy. Hmm. Um, there was also the thing and I forget, I saw a plausible explanation for this, but if you guys remember the squirrel apocalypse a few years ago? Yeah. yeah. When everyone was killing squirrels everywhere because there were so many of them that they were like crowding the road. And there was a cause for that. It had something to do with the dead predator. I thought that the cause was that it was just like a really big mast year for like the oaks and stuff, which happens from time to time. Like oh, oaks yeah, don't maybe. make acorns the same amount every year. Maybe and so they, had, it was, they were overfed or whatever. Yeah, because it had just been like a crazy big acorn year the year before. And so mm. all of us running over the squirrels every other day was just like, we were, we were the apex predator handling it. So I saw another really interesting instance of this though, it, or it's, I mean, I don't, it isn't verified, but I saw someone explaining this right down in Massachusetts. There is like a rabbit population boom that I don't even think has made it, it this far North yet, because like, say like down in Townsend, right. Never saw a rabbit. Again, 30 years ago, no turkeys, no rabbits. Now in like the spring, summer and fall in my parents' yard, they're just like, there's more rabbits than squirrels. They're yep. just like rabbiting around. Wow. They're everywhere. In Temple. We Do have you? bunnies. We have bunnies in our yard. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, that's oh, wow. yeah, little bunnies. So the they think that the bunnies came from like actually the city area, right? Yeah. So get this. Back in like 2010 or so in the city there was a big push to kill the rats. The, the rats were getting out of control. So there was like a major initiative to like murder the rats with poison, right? In the process of murdering the rats with poison, they killed a shit ton of like red-tailed hawks. Wow. 
Oh. Red-tailed hawks eat the bunnies. Wow. And so there were like no red-tailed hawks around for like a couple of years. And also no rats because they were poisoned. But they didn't kill any rabbits on purpose. And oh, the wow. rabbits probably weren't in the center of the city where they were poisoning the rats, you know? And so rabbits, they they bred like rabbits, you know, like the session nice. goes. They have two uteruses. I just found this out. That's one reason that they have so many babies. No wow. shit. Because they can like be pregnant twice at the same time. <laughs> That's so <Wow>. weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, can they be pregnant with like different timings? Like, there are a few yeah. months along in this one, and like, wow. uh, yes. oh, weird, weird. Amazing. Yeah. That's that was... wacky. Yeah. Yeah. They do exist down there. I remember walking around in Lowell, like Lowell, Lowell very much so yeah. Lowell. And there's like, you know, I mean, like you almost step on a syringe. In one foot, yeah. and then there's like yep. a bunny on the next step, and they're just little yeah. little bunnies all over the place. Yep. I'm like, this is so. Wow. He, my friend's like, it's yeah, weird. man, it's fucking. He lived down there. He's like, it's wicked strange. There's just rabbits everywhere down here. Like what? Yep. Bizarre. Yeah. But the reason that they, the reason that this came up in a conversation is because rats are a problem again. So huh. like the 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 killing of them worked for a while, but they haven't been doing poison, and now people everywhere in like. Somerville, like all these places are like, we need government action on the rats. Like they're everywhere. Like they're, and they're like, when they get like this, they get very fearless. They just sort of like come out and like take things from people. And oh like, my God. Um, <laughs> and like, I mean, have you guys ever been up close with like a city rat? No, dude. Fuck that. Yeah. Like, in, in New York, those I just thought it was a cat. Oh my God. They're huge. Yeah, they're big. They're huge. They oh are big motherfuckers, and they are terrifying. Oh, my fucking and God. I remember this you. one time. So I had it in my head. I had this mythology in my head that, like, rats didn't climb, um, or that they didn't really go high. Because and the re- one of the reasons I thought that was because, it, and I was, I was living in Boston, right? And everybody lived up on upper floors, right? And everybody had mice. There, was always a, there were always mice. I've had more mice issues in, in the city than I ever have out here, right? Yeah. And um, so we all had mice and stuff. So it was understood that, like, mice would be, like, in the walls and they would climb up and stuff. But, like, rats were never in the buildings, really. They were, ne- you know, like, they never, they didn't, I don't know, they didn't seem to climb up. And there was just this one time I was working on Newbury Street, right? And in the alleys in between the streets, that's where you go to smoke, you know? And I'm smoking out there. And I just hear something like, like above, above me, just like, right. Like <laughs> I turn my head and like, they're just like trotting down a goddamn fire escape. Like oh, right above wow. me is just like, ah, this like this big motherfucking rat. And I would see rats back there all the time. Like rats in the alleyways, like super common. Right. You know? Sure. Um, and I'd never liked them. And they always like, I'm, I don't know. Like, I know the rat's not going to do anything to me, but anytime I like would see one run, I said, like, ah, you know, like, ah, it's like a rat. Fuck. Yeah. I you don't know? know. You just said they were stealing things from people. I couldn't think of stealing from you. They obviously carry plagues and shit. Like, they're not entirely safe. Like, you don't really, you know, like, yeah. they can't, they're not going to bite your jugular, you know, but like, I mean, um, prove it. <laughs> All right, that will, you know they're not known to do that. I know, I know of no tales of them doing that. Speaking um, of tales, the tail too, right? Fucking oh, things yeah. are. Oh my god! So just, just absolutely, just nasty creatures. Yeah. You know. Ugh. Um, but all things being equal. There isn't like, like bears don't run around. Like there's no creature that we're going to imbalance by getting the bears out of here. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they don't, they're, they're not like a primary predator of anything. Like they, um, you know, they take berries and shit that other animals could eat. Hmm. You know, I, I don't like them. I don't want, I just don't, I don't think we need them for anything. You know, like, I, I don't, like, I, why do we have, why, why must we be subjected to, why do we have to share the land with the bears? There's plenty of wilderness that they can have. Put them on a reservation. <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like there's, there's something we must be missing. 
there's some there's some way that they're like connected in the web of life that we that we would find out at our peril. Well, I mean, you know, again, well, it, what it, whatever it is though, whatever it is was absent up until a couple generations ago. You know what I mean? So like, whatever they were, they they are contributing now. I haven't noted. You know what I mean? Like I. I'm not sure what's gotten better that, that, that they've really done. Mm. And like, you know, I know they don't attack anybody. I know, I know, but they're the only thing other than moose. They're the only thing that could kill you. And we got enough. Well, and risk. the deer with the, with the COVID. The deer with the COVID, the deer with the COVID, but they got to breathe on you. They have to breathe <laughs> on you. And the thing with deer is that they're just never going to get close enough to you to like breathe in your face. It's like, when are you ever going to be 15 minutes within six feet of a deer? You know what, I mean? you know what I'm saying? Never going to happen. Never. That, no. I wish I was, I almost, cause I like deer and I would hang out with deer, um, for 15 minutes, but they would never hang out with me for that long. They're not that kind of creature. Um, they can try to gore you though. I know that like they, I mean, their antlers, they, they, it, it has happened. Like it's not, it's very unlikely, but they in theory can gore you. Um, but I think that that would really be like a cornered with no escape sort of situation. Mm. They're, they're always going to run away rather than try to kill you. What about like a rabid raccoon? Yeah. If you don't get a shot afterwards, you know, like it's not going to, it can't, it's not going to kill you right then and there. Like you, you'll, you will, you will prevail over the initial attack. If you decline to get treated, then, and you find yourself fearing water, you're dead. I um, know somebody who is actually really afraid of getting secretly bit by a bat and not noticing, and then getting secret rabies and missing the treatment window. <laughs> I mean, getting secret rabies. <laughs> that could be the name of the episode. I just, I just don't, yeah, secret, secret rabies, secret rabies bells of Ukraine. Um, Secret rabies and broomsticks. Um, uh, Yeah, I, I just, I think that you would know if you got bit by a bat. That's just. Just yeah. my suspicion. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't but think it's like a bed bug where it like you know what I mean. Like where it like it happens and it just like makes little bites in you when you're asleep. Like I don't think bats are like that. Like mm-hmm. they they're mammals for Christ's sakes. You know. Yeah. Um, it's like not you, me. Just for the record. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just for anybody out there concerned about a secret bat bite. Um, you'll know. You're gonna know. You're going to know. And you know what? If you wake up with a weird bite mark on you, I bet you can convince somebody to give you a rabies shot. Just, <laughs> just on that, like just on the suspicious bite, you know, like I got bit by something. I don't know what the fuck it was. Might've had rabies. What do you I say? mean, they would probably say no to you at first, but if you come on, doc. Yeah. <laughs> just one shot. <laughs> We've got enough things to worry about, Doc. You know what I mean? Like, just help me out with this. You know, give me the peace of mind. Like, if I got pricked by a nail on the playground or whatever, I'd probably get a tetanus shot, even if we didn't think that the nail had rust on it. You know what I mean? Like, we'd we'd probably do it anyway, right? Why why should rabies be different? I don't know. I don't know. Probably shouldn't. This is, bats, this is why we're here. Bats freak me out too. Those little fuckers get too close to you. <laughs> you know, oh. a, like rats. It's like they're getting just, close to you to eat your, the mosquitoes out of your yard, though. I know. I kind of like them, and and they and they never hit you. That's the thing is that they're they're magic sonar or whatever. Whether that's a myth or not, I don't know. People, I feel like every year somebody's like, you know, bats can actually see, and then other years they're like, no, it's sonar. And then well, other I, think they, like, I think they're not blind, but that they use sonar to hunt. I think it's a both. Mm, mm. Huh. Um, but in any case, they never hit you. Like they can, they'll be flying all around, and like they just, they never. I mean, I'm sure if if you walked into a cave, 
like, like you see oh in a movie and they like flew all out. But that doesn't happen. Like we're no. not, you're not gonna. None of us are gonna be walking <laughs> into a cave. You know what I mean? Like that's not gonna come up. You know so, what though? You know what though? Attics. You have bats mm, in the attic, and you're like, you know, yep. I we had an issue in ours, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, well, you got to get through the closet to go up into the goddamn thing. Yep. Like, nobody's been up here for God knows how many fucking decades, and so here I go poking my mm-hmm. head up, and I'm like, I don't want to stick my head up there and have a fucking right. bat come and hit me in the head, you right. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have that fear too. No, I I'm 100 percent with you there. I would Ugh. be very uncomfortable in that situation. I don't like I don't like that at all. No, I would probably like shove a broom up there and like oh, wave yeah. it around or something first, you know, and yeah. see if anything moves, you know what I mean? See if anything responds, you know? Yeah. You know what my dad told me though? I didn't realize this, but like if you, um, so cause they, they've had a couple of bats like flying around in the house cause they made it down the chimney. Wow. Um, a couple of years ago, they, it turned out they had a nest. They had a guy come and clean it out. It's not, wow. there's a cap on it now. It's not like that anymore, but when it was, um, but apparently this is what you do. It's actually better. It's actually easier to deal with like a bat that's flying around your house than a bird. Right. Cause if you take like anything, right. But it's easy to, it's really easy to do with like a blanket or something. Right. And it's like flying around, flying around, flying around, like strike it, like throw the thing in the air so that the thing will hit it. Like you just need to like come into contact with it or something and it will drop to the floor. It will it, like the bat will instantly fold up its wings and drop like to the floor, like as if it's dead. And you can then use the cloth to pick it up and, and like just walk it outside and toss it. Wow. You're like, huh. it's that easy. Like if you hit the bat, the bat will drop. The bat will just be like, all right. Wow. And, and you can pick it up then and just take it outside. And it looks like, like a, a bird little, is little not going to do that. A bird is just going to keep flying. Yeah. Even though I like birds more, I really do. You can go up in your attic, Sam, with like a like a towel, like swing it yeah. around, hit some bats, and then just pick them all up. You'll be good. Carry them out. When I was growing up, they had the the big house in Wilton, and I remember when you know I was little. My cousins were a little older than me. They would get it was a big. There were two attics, but there was the big barn attic above. You know what was the barn at one point? We'd walk up there. There were you know lofts, and you know it was a big fucking fun play area for us. But they had a bat up there that was like super bat like fucking big like wingspan bat you know and that's scary i mean that's terrifying having like a you know because you see the little tiny fucking black ones everywhere at nighttime in the summer you know but to have one that's like you know yeah a big yeah. old meaty fucking bat flying around i mean that's i don't want I'm anything with you. even remotely like that in my life you know no <laughs> the reason why i live up here you know right Fuck that i don't right. want alligators no, thank you. No, any of that no. kind of shit. You can keep it. I'll take the snow. That's what I'm saying. You know, get those bears out of here. Yeah, yeah. Get will be paradise. At least yeah. the bats. Eat, <laughs> at least the bats eat mosquitoes. That's you know what I mean. Like at least they it's do true. that. That is a contribution, and they yeah. eat a lot of them. They, they eat, eat like millions of them. Mm. Like millions of mosquitoes. They take. They take out for us. Good. Thing. I mean, that's a bug. That's a thing that I would want to eradicate is just mosquitoes oh yeah absolutely fuck they 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 have no place in the food chain like there's no purpose for them we don't need them what about don't need them them too yeah a hundred percent kill them kill them (laughs) well one of the reasons that deer ticks and lyme disease is such a difficult thing to um to do is that um in the early 20th century when they used poison to basically like not eradicate, but like kill the fuck out of mosquitoes. Right. Um, when the government did that initiative, um, government agencies began tracking mosquitoes and they have ever. So there's this tracking mechanism that has existed for like a hundred years for mosquitoes because of this deer ticks and Lyme disease disease are both brand new things. Like nobody had fucking deer ticks or Lyme disease basically before we were alive which is crazy to think yeah, about. Right. Um, and so there has never been an eradication attempt. There has never really been any serious um, coordinated government effort to do anything about it. So there's no tracking of the ticks. There's no, you know, I mean, you can, you can obviously like mail the ticks into whoever in your state and they'll analyze it and they will write down whether there was Lyme disease, but like, that's all it is. Like, it's just user collected 
samples, you know, nothing systematic Um, and no initiative to combat it, which is unfortunate because I think a little bit of poison is worth it in this case. The ticks are getting worse. The ticks are also killing other animals. Like they're, they're a danger to the moose. moose, Like the moose up north are dying off at alarming rates because they can't kill these ticks and the ticks. There's literally so many ticks on them that they're like, devouring them alive which is disgusting yeah it's just that is one of the grossest things i can possibly think about um except for city rats i think ticks are way grosser really oh my god fucking gross but you know yeah but like there's no reason that that city rat doesn't have a tick on it you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, well, it, send all the ticks into the city, for fuck's sake. You know? Yes, to kill the rat. Kill the rat. Kill the rat with yeah, the yeah, ticks yeah, yeah. and yeah. get the bears out of here. We'll be fine. You know, then it'll be yeah. paradise. We treat for ticks. Oh. I pay the money for it. Fuck them. I don't want them in my house. Good. But if you go yeah, through my backyard, that. there'd be five of them on you. You walked in and out, you know, and you'd have five ticks all over you. It's like, it fucking so many for, ticks. I, I sp- I sprayed for ticks last year. I totally did. I sprayed poison out there. Um, yeah. I paid all the guy. The yard. He comes in the big hazmat suit. I might pay. I might pay a guy this year because it. I didn't do like a super thorough job, but it. But I will say I did not have any ticks in my yard after that. Before that, before I sprayed it down, we were getting like a kid would get a tick on them from playing basketball in the driveway. Wow. In the fucking driveway. Now, of course, that requires you to, like, you miss a shot, you run on the grass and come back. Sure. But, like, that quick. You know, like, you're not hanging out yeah. on the grass. Like, you're just running out, running back. Wow. And you got, like, two ticks on you. I can't you know? it's that bad there. It's that bad here. It's horrible. Yeah. Like, oh, my but God. It, but, but as soon as I did that, even though I didn't feel like it was a totally adequate job, never happened again in mm. the yard. No, no more. No more ticks in the yard. Um, but I probably will pay a guy to do it. I think I got a guy. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me know who your guy is. Yeah. Pop um, him in the yeah. show notes. But, yeah, let's maybe let's, let's shout him out in case there's anybody still listening to 57 minutes and they need tick care. It's Manadnock yeah. Manadnock Pest, and his yeah. his his name is Lynn, and he's fucking great. He's a nice man. I like him a lot. For those of you in Peterborough who are not ashamed to talk about the unpalatable subject of like spraying poison in your yard to save yourself from tick-borne diseases. Yes. Call the guy. Call because I'm not ashamed. I don't give a shit. I <laughs> would rather have poison in the yard than Lyme disease in my body. Um, and you anyone, know, I, sh- I hang out in a pretty crunchy circle, and I would say the majority of the crunchy moms lo- love the deep. Yeah, not really a secret, you know. Well, that's, that's <laughs> another really to accept the poison. Like DEET, unless you ingest it with your mouth, is totally safe even for kids. Everyone should know that. That's also an unpopular thing around here. I'm glad your circles, people understand that, though. And DEET works. I spray myself with DEET and ticks don't go on me. It, yeah. it, you don't need to do, like, perforectin treatment on your clothes, whatever that shit's called. Like, on your clothes and it lasts, like, 18 washes and, like, all this stuff. Like, no, that's weird. Don't You don't need to do that. Um, just, like, bug spray like regular bug spray um buy it and anything that's like i i try to go for the 100 deep honestly but like 25 and above is all you need like don't get 10 percent because ticks can ticks can live with that um and so can mosquitoes 10 percent it's like you're putting some kind of like smelly lotion on you that isn't going to affect bugs but um you need the stuff that'll like melt the plastic printing on your (laughs) bandana Correct. Yes, that is the hundred percent. That's the high good stuff. They won't, nobody's gonna. None of the bugs are gonna bother you all day with that stuff. On. <laughs> um, and that's what I prefer. I'm not a bug fan. But children of the arts, bugs. Children of the arts, bug theme. Yes, maybe maybe that should be our booth. Is like this is how your family can poison your yard against ticks. <laughs> <laughs> we can have the kids do like some kind of activity where it's like murder the ticks on the board, you know, like <laughs> save your family from these ticks. <laughs> Anybody's listening from Children of the Arts, we're not really going to do that. I swear to God, we're going to be on our best behavior. 
Um, no F-bombs on Children of the Arts Day. Um, yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and no murderous games. But I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about bugs, it's like, I don't know. Should we talk about ticks? Would that be kind of fun? You know? Maybe. Should we have a scary booth? It's like, this is what ticks can do to your life. <laughs> Learn about bloodborne illnesses. We can have somebody, can have somebody design us uh, um, a thing that says like T I C K instead of D A R E, but with like the same part. You know? <laughs> the wonder of bugs. <laughs> <laughs> like totally invasive critter killing you know it's like <laughs> 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 to keep a kid off lime That seems like a good note to leave it on. We're gonna we're gonna invent a whole new organization out of this, guys. Um, so, thank you all for listening to our program. Next time, we will have some more details about our pizza madness tournament, which will be underway by the time we record the next episode. This, it, in fact, it will be underway by the time you hear this episode. In fact, so many more details to follow. Uh, reminder. That Monadnock Underground submissions are open. Send your poem, creative nonfiction, uh, autobiographical screed, your poem, your one act play, whatever you like. Send it over to us at submit at monadnockunderground.com. We're going to pub the deadlines April 10th. We're going to publish these between April 15th and June 15th. It's going to be a great time. Um, Shout out, as always, to our good friend, producer, and sound lord, Chad Patterson, who runs Studio 117, studio117.net. For any of your audio mixing, recording, or sound needs. In addition, he has a band called Down by 10. You can find them on Facebook and in the show notes. They are for hire. They are your mercenary cover band that can that can come to any event that you would like and they will perform anything from any of the decades that involve a band with guitars and drums um which means like before things got weird in 2012 and um <laughs> they actually more or less say that on their website and actually this is a great time to bring up at 11:57 a.m this morning we got a press release from the town library this which is relevant to this which is our sound lord's uh wife our good friend brandy who is an artist, her exhibit and reception at the Peterborough library uh, will be. Um, so her show, the color of music is going to be on view at the Peterborough town library between April 2nd and May 28th. So coming right up. In fact, by the time people hear this, it's going to be about a week away. Um, and April 22nd, there will be a reception from five to 7 PM. Brandy is wonderful. I encourage everyone to meet her on the 22nd. Uh, but certainly to check out her art in the installation over that like two month period of time. So that's phenomenal. So cool. um, they are great. They, they live in Manchester, but they are great, very kind and wonderfully creative friends of Peterborough. And we certainly appreciate that and need that. So thank you to Chad and welcome to Brandy and many blessings upon your art installation at our, with our good friends at Peterborough Town Library. So awesome stuff there. Thank you all for joining us here in the Space Lounge. I didn't get to tell my story about the angry Iraqi man, but he had some good advice to give. I like to think that I'm taking it, and that is what I will pass along to you. So until we meet again next week in the Space Lounge, I implore you to take good advice. Good night. Good night.